Welcome to the Theory to Action podcast, where we examine the timeless treasures of wisdom from the great books in less time to help you take action immediately and ultimately to create and lead a flourishing life. Now, here's your host, David Kaiser. Hello, I am David, and welcome back to another Mojo Minute. So first off, before we kick this, kick off this Mojo Minute, I am struggling with a little cold, a little head cold, so I might come across as nasally. I apologize. Not a lot I can do about that, taking some medicine for it, but hopefully you will not hear that repeatedly throughout the whole show me sniffling and clearing my throat. We will try to clean most of that up in post-production, as they say, in the business. So again, I apologize if uh, if you hear a lot of... <clears throat> so there we go. Now today's Mojo Mint is going to be a little bit different because I'm often asked the question, where does your absolute love for books come from? And so I thought we would take a break from Philosophy 101, that series, to answer this interesting question, because I had to think about it a little bit and do some research. And the answer to that question should begin way back in the year 1989. I can't remember the first time I watched this show, but the show was Book Notes on C-SPAN. And I can almost assure you it was in the first year of the show coming on the air. It was hosted by a guy named Brian Lamb, who is still, without a doubt, one of the greatest interviewers ever of guests in the history of media. Nobody knows who he is, but he is the GOAT. And let me just say, the second place interviewer is far, far behind Brian. He is like the Michael Jordan of interviewers. Now, you might ask why. Well, let me keep explaining. Book Notes, the program, aired once a week, Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern. And so to begin to answer where my love affair with books started, let's go to our first pull quote. What makes for a good interview? It's a question I pondered throughout my journalism career and earlier, ever since I was a teenager hanging out in my Lafayette, Indiana bedroom, listening to talk programs on Chicago radio stations. Many of the lessons learned over the years are demonstrated in this, our latest interview book, Sundays at 8, which gathers 41 selections from the last 25 years from book notes and Q&A, our two sequential C-SPAN Sunday night series airing at 8 p.m. Eastern, The most essential ingredient of a good interviewer interview is, not surprisingly, a guest with an interesting story to tell and who can tell it well. Over 25 years, the various producers of our Sunday night interview programs have booked more than 1,360 interviews. Our producers are always looking on on the lookout for people whose expertise complements our network's public affairs programming nonfiction authors, documentary producers, historians, public figures, or journalists. And whether the stories they tell are contemporary or historical, they should be able to compel viewers with their humanity or insight into events. 
Once a guest is booked, however, it's really up to the interviewer to get to these stories told in an interesting and engaging way. For me, that translates into good preparation that's followed by asking, now here's your nugget of wisdom, asking concise, open questions, and listening carefully to rarely interrupted answers. That's a beautiful gem of a nugget of wisdom because it never happens today. Watch. No matter who you're listening to, no matter what TV show your program you're watching, they will always interrupt the interviewee. Going back to the book, the hour-long interviewers that result then are exactly as recorded. In today's media world, our long-form, unedited production style is a polar opposite of Twitter's 140-character universe. This book was published in... 2014. So the 120 or 140 character Twitter reference is a little outdated. That's been expanded. Thank you, Elon Musk. But this quote comes to us from a book called Sundays at eight with Brian Lamb, which is a collection of interviews from the show book notes and Q and a, and it's been released on the 25th anniversary back in 2014. Let's go back to the book. These 25 years of Sunday interviews began in April of 1989 with the initial installment of book notes intended intended as an antidote to the three minute author interviews generally offered up on network television book notes mission was to pay respect to the years of research scholarship and writing that generally goes into the production of a nonfiction book with a full hour of television. We broke up most of the commercial television's conventions. There was no editing of the finished product. It aired as it was produced on a simple set with only a black curtain for a background. We took no production breaks for summers or holiday seasons, producing 52 programs a year and had rules such as no return bookings for our guest. For the next 15 years, we booked 801 authors, each focusing on one nonfiction book for the hour. Eventually, the demand of continuous reading for the series took its toll. What had been a joy was becoming a challenge, with stacks of unread books waiting at every turn. Calculating the two and a half years of my life spent reading books for the series made it clear that it was time to transform it into something more manageable. It was then in 2005 that Booknotes gave up its 8 p.m. Sunday time slot to the successor program simply called Q&A. Still an hour, still unedited, frequently featuring nonfiction authors. Q&A permitted us to explore other media such as documentary films and online journalism, to visit historic sites and sometimes to book people who simply had a good story to tell. By March of 2014, Q&A will have logged programs and counting. Hopefully each week we continue to introduce our viewers to interesting people with something useful to say. So I can highly recommend this book. I've probably seen 80 to 85% of these interviews live or when they actually aired, but it's nice to be able to leaf through 
and read the transcript of each and every of the interviewers, interviews. And that's all to say that over the last 34 years, I have been looking and researching and discovering and finding books of all types in all kinds of places. So let's go back to the book to answer the original question. So what makes for a good interview? Sitting down with genuine experts, people who help us to fill in some gaps in our understanding of our society is an incredible opportunity. But another essential ingredient is the interviewer's curiosity, that itch to understand how things work and why things happen. And that, my friends, is exactly what we tried to bring to the interview table over the past quarter century. Thank you for giving us this opportunity with your continued interest in C-SPAN's efforts. So at the end, that was a little plug for C-SPAN and my uh, absolute devotion to C-SPAN, especially on Sunday nights at 8 Eastern. Now, I had an impromptu meeting with Mr. Brian Lamb. The year was 1998. I was working in Washington, D.C. on Capitol Hill in the Cannon House office building. I was carrying a grilled cheese sandwich with a tomato on top, pickle on the side. I know this very well because it was the lunch I would get for my member of Congress. And I know it was a Tuesday because I always bought that particular sandwich every Tuesday for my member of Congress. I just turned the corner and Brian Lamb came out of a house office building door. It's a little bit lower lighting in the house office corridors, but you can still recognize faces. It's just a dimmer lighting. It's not the, they don't have overhead lights that are bright and shiny. And as I had just turned that corner and noticed someone to my left walking stride for stride for me, it was him. It was the Brian Lamb. Just playing his day. And I said, you are Brian Lamb. Book notes. He said, yes, I am. I said, man, you're, you're the greatest interviewer on television, hands down. I just love your show, Book Notes. I watch it every Sunday, religiously. Now, he was very gracious, and he said, oh, thank you. Those are very kind words. And the funny thing is, neither one of us broke stride as we walked and talked going up the hallway. And probably 20 to 30, maybe 40 yards later, I got to my house office door and he continued walking and I concluded the conversation. I said, well, keep up the good work, Mr. Lamb. He replied, you too, son. And here's the greatest part of the whole interaction. This is what I remember so well. When I went into the, my office where I was working, I said, do you know who I just saw? And now granted. We worked around members of Congress. We worked around House leadership. We, you know, interacted or at least seen presidents, maybe not interacted with presidents, but you would interact with the, with the majority leader and the, and the Speaker of the House pretty regularly. But when I went into my House office and said, do you know who I just saw? Nobody either knew who he was or they really didn't care. My excitement was diminished greatly. Because no one saw greatness like I saw greatness. He was the greatest and still is the greatest interviewer ever. So in today's Mojo Minute, that's what we're going to look for. 
that secret hidden nugget of wisdom. That just because the world doesn't sense greatness, but yet you feel it is greatness, you feel the excellence, you feel the flourishing, I'm going to tell you to stick to your guns. I still watch his show every Sunday at 8 p.m. till it went off the air. And I sometimes go to YouTube to watch the old shows, get the reruns, just to see greatness exhibited in interviewing good guests. No matter what the guests had to say, just the, the, the skill to be able to interview and extract good nuggets of wisdom from these books. And that love of books continues to grow. It's still growing today. Still picking up nuggets of wisdom along the way. And you can do the same. But back to the original question, where did this love of books start? Where did the inspiration begin? Well, it started with a television program back in 1989. And it started on Sunday at 8 with Book Notes with Brian Lamb. Thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this Theory to Action podcast. Be sure to check out our show page at teammojoacademy.com, where we have everything we discussed in this podcast, as well as other great resources. Until next time, keep getting your mojo on. Are you a voracious reader who yearns for a deeper understanding of your favorite books? Or perhaps you're a busy professional seeking to enrich your knowledge, but short on time. The Mojo Academy 2.0 is your perfect solution. Our revamped service now includes beautifully designed monthly written reviews and PDF format to accompany our popular audio reviews. These aren't just summaries. These are comprehensive and insightful explorations of each book, packed with the actual quotes from the book to enhance your understanding. With usually 69 pages per review, they are perfect reference tools to take your learning to the next level. Get your free Mojo Academy review in written format at teammojoacademy.com or click on today's show notes for that free link. Again, teammojoacademy.com or click on today's show notes, and you will see the link for the free written review. Get yours today.